Hello and welcome to Nebraska Prep Zone Report, a podcast from the Omaha World Herald for you. I'm your host, Jake Anderson. Joining me as always, World Herald prep recruiting expert, Mike Sauter. How are you doing today, Mike? I'm good. I'm good. Expert might be a little much, but I'm good. Well, I'm that's good. that's the uh, that's the tagline they gave me for you. No, it's uh, specialist, I think is the word they said. Specialist. All right. That well, was given to me. I don't know any better. So. Well, I'm here with the specialist, and we have <laughs> games to watch for week two of Nebraska High School football. We have two games for each class, and one of them I'm going to save for our prospect watch segment, Creighton Prep at Omaha Central. And But let's kick things off in Class A, Omaha, Burke, Millard, West. Last week, Burke obviously had the not quite controversial win, but they held off Lincoln South. Southeast, Southeast, 16-14. 16-14, and Millard West shut out Millard North 30-0. to Right. And then last year, uh, Millard West, uh, they played each other twice, and Millard West um, fell to Omaha Burke twice, a lot closer in the playoffs than it was the second time around. So um, those two, um, I guess, battling each other to go 2-0. Uh, Millard West feels like there's a little payback that they have. Um, that they're looking for, and we'll see if they can actually get that done. So um, if they do, more power to them. Um, they still have a pretty tough schedule. I think they have Miller South next week or in week four. I can't remember. It's coming up. Um, and Burke clearly is um, working on sort of – it's not a rebuild by any means, but they had to replace a lot. And that first game, that Thursday night game, was a big one, and here's another one backing that up. So – um, it's, it should be an entertaining game, to say the least. Well, with both teams entering with a 1-0 record, what can we expect? Who will leave as the victor? I know you don't do predictions, but what's most likely to happen out of this one? Um, you know, Miller West is going to – both teams are going to try and control the, run, the line of scrimmage by running the ball. Um, Miller West and the, – the matchup I guess I look for is Dallas Beanham and Xavier Watts. Um, Beano will probably, I'm guessing, uh, play corner against Watts, and both of them are kind of two-way players. Um, but it, th- that's kind of fun kind of looking ahead. Um, and then uh, you look on the lines, both are kind of revamped, if you will, uh, lines both offense and defense. Um, but the, the one edge that Millard West probably has is quarterback. You have Reed Burke at quarterback. For Burke, still kind of learning the system, new to the system there, and then but Tristan uh, Gomez at at Millard West has been you know the starter all basically all of last year, and then coming back this year and and had a great opening game against Millard North in a big kind of hostile environment. So um, those are kind of the keys, I guess, or or uh, what you kind of look for. You know, Watts is going to produce some numbers. Uh, look for Jalen Roussel to get it going also for Omaha Burke. He didn't have – he had a, a good game. It, it wasn't, you know, fantastic or anything, but he, he was fine. He was, he was more than good um, against Lincoln Southeast. So you look for them to kind of battle it up or him to ratchet it up a little bit um, and, and maybe get some more yards, get in the end zone, stuff like that. And Xavier Watts obviously had the game-saving – Play, you could call yeah. it last week, the neutral zone infraction that negated the game-winning field goal and helped pu- push Burke to that 16-14 win. Um, he also did, on a high note, he had a touchdown last week. That mm. was obviously huge for Burke. And 10 tackles defensively is pretty awesome. 
Yeah. All right. Let's move on to Class B here. And leading things off, it's our Game of the Week, Scott at Ron Colley. Yeah, Scott Ron Colley is uh, uh, the Pinnacle Bank Game of the Week. I'm really looking forward to that. It's at Ron Colley. Uh, the best concession stand in the state. Uh, no question about it. <laughs> well, we it know is. what you look for. <laughs> your no, it is. Um, but the two quarterbacks obviously are key. Um, and both of them are extremely experienced. You have Tyson Gordon, um, one of the, I guess, more versatile or better athletes in the state overall. And then uh, Jack Dulcer for Omaha Roncalli. Gordon does everything. Like we've, we've said, he mm-hmm. uh, returns. He, well, he, he kick off, he, he's the quarterback, plays safety, kicks field goals, kicks off, punts. I mean, he's on the field the whole time. He had a heck of a run uh, last week, kind of zigzagged the field for a long touchdown run against Bennington. And Dulcer just kind of makes plays. He, he's I call him diminutive. I don't know if mm-hmm. that's the right term. But he kind of just is, is will always keep you in the play, uh, which is good. So he throws it pretty well. Their offense is set up for him to succeed. Uh, they throw, They can roll him out and even do a wide receiver screen type things, which is a little different. Um you know, last year they played and Scott pretty much handled them. So I I think this game could be a lot closer. One of the keys is um, uh, Omaha Scott's line, I think, probably has an advantage. They're a little bigger, more experienced and all that. Um, Blake Anderson and Nolan Gorsica are two um, linemen that if they match up against each other, they kind of do play both ways. If they match up against each other, I think it would be a really good game. They're a really good matchup. Um, inside the game, I, yeah, you know, Scott's, the game inside the game, yeah, the game inside the game. And Scott's the champ until someone beats him. And uh, Ron Colley is going to be geared up. I'm sure there's going to be a ton of people at that game, and um, people looking forward to that one for sure. And being at home obviously can't hurt. You know, best concessions in the state, home field <laughs> advantage, right there. Right. Our next Class B matchup: York at Blair. Last week, York defeated Alliance thirty to nine, and Blair. Defeated Plattsmouth 21-14. What can we expect out of yeah, this? Yeah, maybe a little closer. Than, maybe Plattsmouth is probably better than what we think. Um, There's a little closer, I guess, in the score than than I think what I expected, and maybe some others. But um, you know, uh, Blair, uh, York traveling to Blair. It's always kind of it's a little bit of a distance. Nothing crazy. They're used to going places. It's just not not out of the ordinary. Um, but they do have one of the better kind of junior players in the state at Blair, Dexter Larson. He had 162 total yards and two touchdowns uh, last week. He caught some balls and rushed really well. I think he also had eight uh, tackles on the defensive side. Uh, so he's a dynamic player for Blair. And uh, opposite him, you have Jacob Diaz at, at running back and linebacker. Really like him as a running back for uh, York. And then Brian Rodriguez is another defensive lineman, or I guess he's defensive end, that kind of makes plays, too, for York. So York's going to be well-coached. They both are well-coached. We'll see. You know, it'll be a pretty good matchup. I think York's probably a little underrated, um, in my opinion, um, to start the year. I I think they're going to be pretty good. Uh, They'll probably be better as the year goes on. That's the ultimate goal of everyone. But in particular, I think they will just because they have so much kind of inexperience. They lost so much off of last year's team. Um, But it should be a good one up in Blair on Friday night. And then C1, we have a couple games here. Kearney Catholic at Aurora. Aurora. 
Yeah, Aurora, you know, suffered a loss uh, against Adam Central um, last week, and that was uh, a little bit not not shocking. It was the one versus four, I guess, preseason matchup, so you'd expect it. But um, you know, preseason rating, rankings or ratings are a little bit kind of you know subjective. But um, Aurora's still going to be good, and, and uh, even if they even if Carney Catholic beats them and they start 0-2, Aurora is going to be good. Mm-hmm. Um, now, health is kind of a concern um, for them a little bit, and, and losing Baylor Shireman was a big deal. That kid was really good. So um, they're still got Cade Morrill running back, and they're, they, they're fine. Uh, Nate Borkacher is another player, and um, a tight end and linebacker that I like a lot. So um, they'll Carney, be good. Carney Catholic does pose a challenge. Last right. week they had four they interceptions, really, yeah. three sacks, five hurries, right. 56 to 7 win against Broken Bow. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a, a huge number. I mean, defensively, that's going to be the challenge. Ken, I mean, Aurora only scored, what, seven points last week, and it looks like you're going to get a pretty salty defense again this week. Um, not sure, you know, we don't know how good Broken Bow is, probably just okay. Um, but it's you know going to be a challenge for Aurora to move the ball against that Carney Catholic uh, defense. It looks like um, so, and and they do kind of throw it around a little bit at Carney Catholic. So that that's that's obviously something else to keep an eye on. I think both teams would like to throw the ball. And our second matchup here: Lincoln Lutheran at Wahoo Newman. Last week, Taylor Pospisil had, for Newman had 151 total yards against Boys Town. David Lilly rushed for 114 yards, three touchdowns. What are we looking for out of this one? Yeah, um, Lutheran had a nice win over over, over Concordia, um, and Newman handled Boys Town. Not sure how good Boys Town is this year. Uh, two years ago, they were pretty good, um, and last year they kind of took a, a dip a little bit. So not really sure, but um, you know, Taylor Possible's coming back from being injured. He missed. Um, a lot of the summer and and a lot of the spring and and some basketball too with an ACL so um, or a hurt knee and uh, getting him back and healthy will help all their sports for sure. He's, he's a good athlete and um, Newman, you know, new coach this year. Uh, they they kind of handled Lincoln Lutheran last year. I remember going to that game. Uh, that was Coach Terman's milestone win and all that. I remember going down there. I think it was a Thursday night game and. Um, they they handled them pretty well. So, um, but there was a lot of kind of buildup. The game was supposed to be close and all that. So mm-hmm. we'll see. I you know I you kind of got to give an edge to Newman a little bit. One, it's at home, um, and two, just based off of last year's result, you know how much has changed. This is the question. All right. Before we hit C2 and the rest, let's take a minute here and thank our sponsor, Look Architectural Coatings. They specialize in those commercial wall and glass graphics. Look is your pioneer in developing breathtaking decorative solutions for any environment. And I know, Mike, you're a huge fan of them. Yeah. You know, um, if you just look at their, I mean, Look look Coatings, their Facebook page, they have some beautiful kind of graphics and stuff they put together. So, um, you know, Mike's a good guy and, and, uh, and we're thankful to them for sponsoring the show. Definitely. C2, we have a couple matchups here. Norfolk Catholic at David City Aquinas and Oakland Craig at Hardington Cedar Catholic. What can we expect yeah, out of these? That Norfolk, I mean, Norfolk Catholic and Aquinas, one of those teams is going to go 0-2 to start the year. Kind of surprising for both those teams if you look at it. I mean, 
you have Aquinas lost to SCOTUS, um, but playing up a, a, a level, I guess, if you will, or up a class, uh, C2 versus C1. And then uh, same thing, Catholic and um, lost to Pierce, who Pierce is going to be really good in uh, C1. So, But both those teams going to be – one of those teams is going to be on two, and that's a little surprising. I did see – you know something where uh, Jeff Beller from Norfolk Catholic said, "Hey, we might ha- be off to a slow start, but we're gonna we're just gonna get better." They lost a lot mm-hmm. off last year, and um, we'll we'll see just how good both of those teams are. It, it should be a close game. It kind of always is. It's a little bit of that rivalry. Same thing with last week. Both those schools had sort of rivalry games. So, um, I, I, you know, I mean. They're both going to try and run the ball. I don't know if they're going to even attempt to pass. <laughs> um, but that's that's just the nature of the beast out there. All right. And then 8-man-1, we have Bruning, Devonport, Shickley, BDS, mm-hmm. at Elmwood Murdoch. Yeah, Elmwood Murdoch had an upset uh, last week. So Stu, I know, bumped mm-hmm. them up into, into the rankings this week. So um, BDS is always good. And then uh, Howells Dodge at West Point, Guardian, or Guardian Angels. Um, that's a rivalry game, mm-hmm. real close to each other. And uh, Guardian Angels looking for a bounce back kind of win after being ranked what third uh, in the preseason, lost in their first game. So um, I know that's that's uh, kind of a I put that game in there because it's just that kind of yeah. uh, regional ish, northeast ish. I guess call it northeast Nebraska sort of eight man rivalry that those teams are close to each other couple perennially good teams good gauge where they're at week right. two as well eight man two we have a couple matchups and then one six man mm-hmm. we uh, for eight man two falls city sacred heart at lawrence nelson bloomfield at o'neill o'neill st mary's and then in six man humphrey Lindsay holy family at mccool junction i tell you the six man so humphrey Lindsay holy family they won the boys state basketball title last year mm-hmm. and then football they're they got a chance to do it this year, and they got a chance to do it in basketball again. So, uh, just because they didn't lose a whole lot, I mean, they're they're three best players of the the twins and the older brother suits. So, they they got a chance to make some some headway here as far as traditionally with their school and winning titles. Good talent down there. Next up, we have our prospect watch. A little bit different than last week. We'll be highlighting a couple kids from each class, kind of who had the standout performances last week, and then looking forward. Um, So first for 2020, um, your number four prospect, Isaac Gifford from Lincoln Southeast. (laughs) Another rivalry game. They face Lincoln Southwest on Friday. Last week he had the 24-yard touchdown. He was also on the sidelines for the Huskers' win over South right. Alabama, right? He, um, you know, Isaac is a kid that I think Nebraska is just kind of waiting to see. Um, I don't think he's the number one on their board as mm-hmm. far as what I don't even know if they know what position, whether it be safety or linebacker. Um, probably got to be safety, I think. But um, I think they're just kind of waiting to see if they can get a commitment from maybe someone else or not. And in the meantime. Um, He's going to go take another trip to Wyoming. He has an offer from there. So uh, he's not going to just sit around and wait either. Yeah. Um, and I don't blame him. Um, so he's he's a phenomenal athlete, really good football player, good leader, everything you kind of look for. He's just six foot and not six three or six four. That's really it. Yeah. You were at the game last Thursday. Yeah. Um, I know you were impressed. By what yeah, he, he caught that nice wheel route. I mean, it was. I was like, "Whoa, that's a tricky play," and it worked. And 
Uh, he cramped up a little bit and missed some time. It's, mm-hmm. That stuff happens in the early season, especially for a dude that's like as built as he is. He's got mm-hmm. a lot of muscles so there. Yeah, our, um, our photographers had a nice shot. It was nice over-the-shoulder catch yeah. on that wheel route. It was good. Next up, we have your number seven prospect, Ty Hahn. I wanted to give a little love to the guy from Johnson Brock. Mm-hmm. This week he plays Mead. I know it's eight-man football, but last week he had nine receptions, 141 yards, two touchdowns, and added five tackles. Yeah, and they, but his team still gave up 72 points or something like that. But Ty, you know, going into the year, we knew he was the only kind of senior coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going to have to put up ridiculous numbers. Um, in order for them to be competitive this year. They just lost everything. And Caden Glenn left. He's now at Beatrice, so that hurts. Yeah. Um, But for him to do that, certainly they're going to need that production probably every week um, for them to be competitive. All right, 2021, let's start with your number four prospect, A.J. Rollins, the Omaha Creighton prep tight end. This week they face Omaha Central. Um, he had two receptions for 53 yards last week's win over the Vikings, Omaha North. Mm-hmm. What uh, what can we expect this week? Yeah, he's uh, AJ is a guy. So Nebraska offered, Iowa State offered. After that, um, he had virtually little to no production last year uh, as a sophomore at tight end. So when Nebraska offered him, everyone was like, "What?" Like you look up the stats, and you're like, "Wait, there is anything there?" But AJ is um, he plays he's Playing both ways, he's playing some defensive end and tight end. He had some two his two catches were great. Mm-hmm. Um, they were clutch plays. One was on a long third down, came across the middle, um, made a couple guys uh, miss, broke a tackle, um, and then it, that was his second catch. His first catch, he 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 set them up real nice and to down to like the two again, kind of a uh, just a slant across the middle. Um, quarterback saw him, caught it. Uh, made a move and and uh, got down, almost scored. Uh, probably could have, maybe with a little extra effort. But he's a super intriguing prospect, no question about it. And um, we'll see. You know, he he should have a decent, decent or a pretty big game, I would say, uh, against Central. And what, real quick, let's t- since that was one of your games to watch, let's touch mm-hmm. on that. Junior days against the Eagles last week. Central had a big win. What, yeah. what overall from this matchup intrigues you? I mean, so it's two, uh, it's back-to-back sort of rivalry games for Central. Central um, handled Benson, uh, and then you know now they have Prep, and handling, I guess, staying with Prep's line specifically if if Central can hold up on the offensive line because Prep can just run like 10, 12 dudes at you if they want to on the defensive line. Um, and they have a young – Deshaun Woods is a, a very young, talented uh, tackle for them uh, for Central, and, and they're going to have to um, hold up. They, uh, there isn't a lot of depth there on either side of the line for Central, um, and I, I think that you know Prep's going to try and run the ball, which they tried to do against North and kept trying and trying, which is they're going to keep hammering it. Um, it's just a matter of can – um, again, can Central's line hold up? Can they stop them uh, enough? Can they get it off the field? Uh, I'm just not sure. I mean, I think the matchup's pretty good for Central on the back end. Um, Abe Hoskins is the quarterback and defensive back. They have some other really quick dudes um, in the on the back end. And offensively, 
Um, for Central, they have they have talented athletes at the skill positions. It's just can they get them the ball enough time to get them the ball and, and move the ball. So, um, you know, Mason Armstead, I look for him to probably have a decent game against Central. We'll see kind of how they use him. I, I would I would imagine they would move him maybe in the slot a little bit, get him going. Um, he had a nice game against North, but. Um, he, he could be in line to have a, a, a big game against Central. All right, and let's wrap things up with Millard South quarterback T.J. Urban. Uh, last week he had a big game. Patriots didn't really need much as they took down Gretna. Isaiah Harris also had a big game there. 151 yards, total offense, and a touchdown. This week they have Lincoln Pius X on a Thursday night. Yeah, Thursday night game is Millard South Pius um, you would expect Miller South to roll in that game just based off of last week's results. Um, Lincoln East beat, I think, shut out Pius. So um, Miller South, you would imagine, to to have another kind of put up some numbers like that with TJ and Isaiah and, and Chase Perchel and those those that core of guys, I guess. Um, look for them to, to have another good game. And one other item of note out of the out of the 2021 class, your number one prospect, Devontae Dickerson. He was a little bit limited with a hamstring, only played defense right. last week, had one tackle. Um, we'll see if he can do a little bit more this week. And you'll be able to track how all the prospects fared this week, their performances, who they have coming up next on nebhsrecruiting.com. We'll compile Sodder's top 10 for each class, 2020 and 2021. We'll have that as well as your Game of the Week coverage. And I'm sure you'll be somewhere on Thursday. Yeah. Follow follow Mike on Twitter at Mike Sodder OWH. Uh, be sure to check out Omaha.com slash subscribe if you haven't already. This is the time of year. Husker football coverage, four or five articles every day. Mm-hmm. Sodder has at least two articles every day. He doesn't sleep. He's just churning out content. Be sure to check us out anywhere you get your podcasts. Until next time, thanks for listening. <laughs>